Hear me now. There will be no more retreating from Eddie the Banished. Hey, you're really ready for battle. <laughs> you get it? Battle. B-A-T. No. I thought I had some good ones. Hey, <laughs> Never change, Dustin Henderson. Promise me? I wasn't planning on it. Good. 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 <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Everyday is Halloween podcast. I'm your host, Horror Guy Keenan, here to bring you spooks, thrills, chills, and so much more. We have a lot to cover, so let's just get right into it. Home Depot is double downing on 6-foot and 12-foot animatronics. They have a lot coming out this year, including an Oogie Boogie for inside use that glows green. He's got the dice in his hands. One thing that kind of bothers me is that his head doesn't grow glow green. It's kind of like uh, the body, which is neat. And then he's just got the normal, like, hay sack head. Whatever, man. It's still an animatronic Oogie Boogie that sings and moves and, and dances for you. There's a big werewolf out in front of your lawn. That's one of those 12-foot ones. There's a big witch. Um, they got a specter, you know, to go along with those those giant burning pumpkins and, of course, the 12-foot skeleton. Lowe's is actually jumping on the uh, the whole giant 12-foot monsters for your front lawn this year. They have a ghost face coming out. And I think there's a creep show creeper at Party City. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And that's licensed from creep show. So a lot of really cool ones coming out right now. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that, all the new fun decorations. They're slowly starting to come out with stuff this year in all the stores. I've been seeing stuff in Michael's kind of slowly getting turned over. Um, obviously, Home Goods is first and at home. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you have jumped on it. I know a lot of people in the community have already been going after Cracker Barrel and getting their, uh, their, their ghosts with the lanterns. It's another failed year for me this year. I've been trying to get that ghost for three years now, man, and it's just I don't think it's happened. Halloween Horror Nights is back for its 31st year, and today they just put out all of their tickets on their website. So you can go to HalloweenHorrorNights.com and grab all sorts of tickets, including you know your normal annual passes to uh, you know um, frequent fear passes, so you can go back. That's the one I get, so I can go back on certain odd days, or a pass that gets you in every single event day, including the weekends and uh, fear passes. You know that get you into the front of the line and whole bunch more stuff so that's really cool they also announced a new house so right now all the houses that we know of so far include the mummy versus the werewolf versus dracula blum house which includes freaky and black phone which i'm really excited to go into the black phone we're gonna have a review for that movie in a little bit here on the show and of course john carpenter's halloween the original film uh, that'll be uh, another one. They've done Halloween before, so it's interesting they're just doing Halloween again. I just think that was a weird year for licensing because of 2021 or 2020 just kind of screwing things up. And there was licensing for that year, and they had to carry it over to the next year. So uh, but we are seeing the return of something that was supposed to be a part of that uh, last year, which was The weekend. The weekend was supposed to have his own haunted house. Um, it's kind of a thing that Horror Nights has been doing lately. Uh, they had the, the Rob Zombie scare zone that one year, which I thought fit perfectly, right? Like Rob Zombie, you know, House of a Thousand Corpses gets its own house. You know, there's monsters dancing in the streets and Dragula and it just, it works, right? And then there's The weekend. He's got like 
kind of a mask on or something. I don't know. I, I'm sure the, the team will make it look really cool with music and effects and stuff, but it's something just makes it, it doesn't feel right. I think they also tried to do Lord for a second. Like Lord was going to have a haunted house, but I'm sure like her career path is going in a different way. And she's trying to get out of the whole spooky vibe thing, which, you know, sure. Try, try doing that. That's fine. Go mainstream and leave all your, your monsters behind. It's kind of like Lady Gaga. Didn't she have a thing with her little monsters? And everyone was like, yeah, monsters, horror. She's freaky. And then, then she just stopped doing that. Everyone's like, oh, it's like, that's like you're, you're in with the, with your crowd is, is to be like the freaky side fandom thing. And then when, whenever you grab everybody and everybody's into your music, then you go the mainstream route and you drop all that. And everyone goes, man, I liked it when they were, when they were spooky. But either way, maybe maybe this is maybe the weekend's double downing on uh, going into spookiness. You know, he was out for a while, did the Super Bowl, and now he's like, you know what? Yeah, man, let's get freaky, let's get horrific. So we'll see what happens. We'll see how that is. Uh, and that all starts in, I believe, uh, mid September. Uh, Halloween Spirit Store has a movie coming out. That's cool, right? The Halloween Spirit Store film starring Christopher Lloyd, Great Scott. And Rachel Lee Cook, as you might remember her from Josie and the Pussycats. And she did a... I don't know why it's coming to mind now, but there was an Adam Green film that she played like a police officer in. can't remember what the name of that movie is. But anyways, uh, yeah, there's the Halloween Spirit Store movie where there uh, some kids go in to uh, conjure up some demons in the store. And uh, of course, Christopher Lloyd plays the man haunting store so I'm, I'm pretty excited we'll see what that's like uh that should be coming out this year for halloween uh the w the wnuf halloween special is coming part two we've already had the wnuf halloween special for all those of you who don't know the wnuf halloween special is a uh, uh fan-made short film that feels kind of like a um it's a recording of the news, a newscast broadcast in like the late eighties, early nineties, including all commercials, and basically, you know, it's a, you pop it on VHS tape, and it, you know, it has the tracking, and it, it starts off, and it's the news, but they're like, we'll be right back, and then it goes to like, you know, Halloween ads, and then it goes back to the news, and then they're like, we're going to be following, uh, you know, one of our reporters that's going to go into a haunted house tonight, and he's going to do it live here on Halloween night. Um, it's kind of like Ghost Watch, if you guys are familiar with that UK special, which is very cool. Um, this thing came out, oh god, I almost started aging myself, I want to say like 15 years ago. Um, it's really cool, I think you can still check it out now on Shudder. But, uh, they've been teasing part two, I believe there's a poster out right now, no trailer just yet, kind of a teaser trailer. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited for the second WNUF Halloween special, which I hope comes out this Halloween, because if it does, you know, I'll be promoting it right here and letting you guys know all about it. The Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors is getting two episodes this year. And it's going to get a 20-minute It parody. Pennywise, It, Stephen King's It. Yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, I could see all of Springfield. Uh, you know, there's so many characters in It that it kind of just works. Um, I just don't know why The Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors does everything so late. You know what I mean? They're so late to the game on a lot of things. Like, now? Now you're going to do an It parody? But whatever, man. Like, I do enjoy It. I'll, I'll take any content I can get. Um, and it's always, it's, it's, it's Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. It's always a good time. Um, do you guys remember whenever like they used to like not air the, the Treehouse of Horrors on Halloween or even in October because of the, uh, MLB playoffs. So they would always end it like air it like mid December, November, like when people are getting ready for, uh, Christmas. All that stuff is so backwards. Um, comic-con was uh just this past weekend which is really cool so a lot of really cool stuff got released uh i'll go through some of that here for you guys um starting with figures and toys and stuff from NECA. you know they always release those really cool universal monster figures and, and the toonie terrors and a lot of new stuff got announced um but including star wars star wars is releasing two exclusive halloween figures um one is a walmart exclusive and one's a target exclusive uh, one is a black series clone trooper, all black, and he has like neon green skeleton bones painted on his trooper outfit. Um, I believe he comes with like a porg, like a haunted porg, uh, or a little box and has like a job of the hut ghost on it or something. Uh, and then there's a werewookie. Uh, it looks like a werewolf wookie. 
and but it looks like somebody's wearing a costume right so you can see like the human hands coming out the bottom with like the wookie hands are covering the top of it so it's like somebody in a halloween costume and he comes with like the um you know the, the little thing from uh, mandalorian and, and empire strikes back it's like a little container and you press the button on the top and it opens up and then there's the you know the currency inside but instead it's a uh, chocolate it's chocolate currency kyber kyber crystal setting uh one's a target exclusive and one's a walmart exclusive uh, so uh, good luck finding those but you know what that makes me think does that mean Halloween takes place in a galaxy far far away do Jawas go trick-or-treating like I, I want it I want I want that movie where's that movie at give me the Halloween Star Wars show I know there was like a, a Star Wars Halloween Lego special but like give me something like legit about the se- the holiday I love that like Christmas Christmas doesn't happen in uh, in Star Wars, but they have their, uh, uh, what is it called? Celebration of Life or something? Life Day? Yeah, Life Day. That was in the, the, the Star Wars Christmas special with the Wookiees. They called it the Star Wars Christmas special, but in the Christmas special, they didn't call it Christmas. They called it Life Day. That stuff's so weird. Uh, but apparently they are releasing Star Wars Halloween figures that say Halloween. It comes in like a exclusive purple, like with bats on it and orange font and everything on the box. They're pretty cool. So that's pretty neat. I dig that. Uh, moving into NECA stuff, we have a uh, Universal Monsters Dracula, Bella Lugosi. A uh, real fabric cape. This figure looks really nice. Uh, three different heads you can put on. It comes with a candelabra. Um, beautiful figure. I've been collecting all these NECA Universal Monster figures for... Uh, since the day they dropped Frankenstein. So they got Frankenstein, they got the mummy, they got Lon Chaney Jr.'s The Wolfman. Now we're getting Bella Lugosi Dracula. And they also showed off Creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, and of course, Creature from the Black Lagoon sculpts always look great, but this NECA one looks fantastic, man. Uh, I don't know if there'll be any interchangeable heads with that one because the creature's face is a mask. Uh, but hopefully they give us some uh, extra pieces, you know, to kind of entice us to grab that one. Uh, the one I'm looking forward to most, though, is the, the Bride of Frankenstein, obviously. Uh, nothing yet. I thought I saw, like, a, a little teaser at Comic-Con. Like, her little nameplate and, like, the her, like, lab chair. But no, no sculpt just yet. Uh, we also got to see Herman Munster from Rob Zombie's The Monster. He's got a figure coming out. Uh, we'll talk more about that movie here in a second. We talk about horror movie news. Um, the Thing Dogs. So, like, the dogs splayed open and the things coming out of them. Uh, so, if you bought your McCready figure, uh, he can uh, blowtorch those things and make a cool little diorama. Uh, Toonie Terrors include killer clowns from outer space. These things look really cool. Uh, we got uh, Teen Wolf. He's a really cool one. Uh, they Live, the guy with the newspaper. Uh, so, yeah, those look really neat. Uh, Toonie Terrors always kill it. Uh, also, there's going to be the three-pack I think I brought up on the last episode of uh, Hocus Pocus and a three-pack for Halloween 3, Spirit of the Witch. But, you know, I'm going to be buying all of those and my Toonie Terror collection just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And you guessed it, bigger. Uh, E.T. collection, which includes E.T. and his little flannel, you know, walk around the house, comes with a bunch of accessories. Uh, E.T. and drag. There's blonde E.T. Y'all remember that moment. And of course, Elliot flying E.T. in the moon. With, and it comes with the moon diorama thing, which is really neat. Not too much horror, but you know, it's, I, I feel E.T. kind of deserves a little bit of Halloween love, you know? Now, there's a moment in the movie where it takes place on Halloween. So you know what? I'll allow it. Uh, dinosaurs. You guys remember that show on ABC? Dinosaurs? Not the mama. That one's getting figures. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Alf as well. Alf comes with a lot of accessories. Gotta love Alf. He even comes with a little sandwich with a cat in the middle. Not a dead cat. It's a live cat. That's the funny part about it. <laughs> uh, some new It figures. One of them is uh, Skarsgård. You remember like that one part in It Chapter 2 where it shows him before he's Pennywise. He's got the his face, and but he's holding a balloon. So that one looks pretty cool. Uh, the Bride from Gremlins. The sexy uh, gremlin, <laughs> if you will. That's getting a finger. Uh, American Psycho with the raincoat and axe. You know, the Huey Lewis in the news moment. Uh, this sculpt looks really good. Not sure if Mecca's neck is putting that one out or not, or if that was a statue, but either way, I saw it at Comic-Con, and it looked gorgeous, man. 
Um, we're also getting a, a nice statue of Agent Dale Cooper from Twin Peaks. Uh, you know, obviously on the statue, he's standing on the, the iconic floor, you know, with a coffee uh, cup and some donuts and everything that kind of screams out Twin Peaks. I think maybe in the ring is, is on there as well. Uh... The folks, I want to say Hasbro, that puts out the uh, Jurassic Park stuff, are doing a throwback T-Rex from the very first movie, Jurassic Park, the good one. <laughs> uh, it also comes with the uh, outhouse that's all torn apart with the lawyer sitting on the toilet. So I think this is probably the coolest Jurassic Park figure to come out in some time is the T-Rex and the lawyer sitting on the toilet. Because, I mean, that was like the one part where someone actually got killed in the original movie besides Muldoon. <laughs> And I guess Sam Jackson's character, where he gets killed off screen. But yeah, pretty cool figure. All right. <clears throat> Let's move into horror movie news. <laughs> Halloween Ends trailer just dropped. That's that's a, that's pretty fun, right? Uh, I don't know if you guys remember my stance in the first Halloween 2018 uh, sequel. You know, I was kind of very lukewarm about it. Um, you know what? It's it's growing on me as time moves on. I'm not, I don't hate it as much. The podcaster's kind of annoying, but besides that, whatever. Um, and the kid throwing the girl's phone in the cheese dip and then not being killed. But you know, maybe maybe Halloween Kills takes care of that one. But yes, Halloween Ends comes out this year. Uh, we got a trailer for it. Looks like it's a showdown between Lori and Michael Myers. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about here. But uh, Lori's Lori's wearing the same uh, blue shirt. From her first encounter with Michael in the 70s. Which leads me to wonder, why is Lori wearing the same outfit again? Is all the only clothes you got? What's up with that? <laughs> Maybe they'll work it in to be like, he needs to remember the same location. And I'll wear the same clothes and it'll jog all the same memories or something. They'll, they'll write it in there. That Danny McBride writing our Halloween movies. <laughs> Oh man, that that series is just real interesting. Do you know my dad? I ever tell you guys my theory on Halloween? What I think they're gonna do? I guess it's a good time more than any. It's my podcast, and I can I can say what I want to. I can tell you what I want to leave behind or out of this. Um. So I think they struck a deal with Blumhouse to do three Michael Myers movies. Um. Obviously, those are the ones that every you know everybody's wanting. They want to see Michael Myers doing his thing with the knife and, and killing. And uh, but the original concept was, you know, John Carpenter wanted after Halloween two, wanted to do Season of the Witch, which is a completely different story that did not include Michael Myers. And every movie after that would uh, be its own original Halloween story, and it didn't work out too well. So money basically said we got we got to get Michael Myers back for two. So they did that. So it kind of threw things off. Everybody was expecting Michael Myers back for three and it didn't happen. And the numbers were short. So Michael Myers came back for four and five and six and seven and eight and Rob Zombie's movies. And then 2018 and kills and ends. So I think I think that's what they're going to do with, with the end of this. this I think their Blumhouse is actually going to do a remake of Halloween 3 season of The Witch and then have a, another Halloween movie every year or every other year. That's a different story. And then, of course, if everybody wants Michael Myers back, they'll just they'll, they'll figure that one out, right? But I think they're giving them a break. They're putting out three movies back to back, basically. With Michael Myers, so I feel like at, at this point at Halloween ends, um, the 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 normies, the normal people that are, oh my god, another Michael Myers movie? Ah, oh, they're just running that franchise into the ground. Jamie Lee Curtis, skip it up. I'm pretty sure, um, by having another Halloween movie that does not include Michael Myers will entice people, and it you know it gets people into the seats for another Halloween movie. Uh, besides. You know, the Halloween 3 fandom is so large now. It's huge. It used to be such a, a niche movie that nobody wanted. That everybody hated. Anywhere you couldn't even get it on DVD. It was like a huge thing like Monster Squad when it finally came out. People were clamoring for Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. Uh, I was one of those people. I love that movie. 
So uh, I can definitely see them doing a, a revision of Season of the Witch for Blumhouse. We'll see what happens, man. <clears throat> Tangent over. Uh, Winnie the Pooh. Blood and Honey is coming out soon. And it's going to be a horror Winnie the Pooh. Uh, some controversy going on over that movie, though. Uh, one of the makeup effects artists that designed a Winnie the Pooh head. Basically, the same exact concept is on the cover of this movie, and they're using it. I don't think they got licensing for it. Even though the licensing is for Disney. But I don't think Disney owns the exact fairy tale rights. So that's why in this movie they can only do Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. That's part of the fairy tale storybook story. Uh, Tigger and Rabbit are Disney created. I could be wrong about that. Um, or maybe they're saving for the sequel. I don't know. But uh, but regardless, the movie looks fun. It looks like a you know it's a slasher. Uh, Christopher Robin I think leaves and forgets about them, and so they become feral, and uh, they've been having to kill to eat their foods. And they can't just have like hamburgers and stuff when Christopher Robin brings it to them. Uh, and it led them to be basically serial killers. Obviously, it's like a straight to DVD schlocky horror movie. And I know it. I'm down, man. That sounds fun. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Ghost Island comes out July 30th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so that is in a few days. Um, yeah, Ghost Island. Obviously, this is more of a kids' fair kind of thing. They're keeping it. Nickelodeon's keeping it a kid, kid kind of thing. They're not growing up with the franchise, which I feel is kind of a, a drop and a miss, but whatever. They did that, uh, I think there was like a two-part series for uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark that came out couple years ago which was pretty good it was like a semi-reboot they talked about the midnight society and then the kids were kind of like you know neighborhood kids and they're all getting together um some of those kids have already gone on to do some pretty cool and uh, bigger stuff uh horror wise and uh they just kind of dropped that they left that to the wayside already like they rebooted it and they're like nah uh garbinski made that he directed that one uh so i don't know man i feel like they don't know what they're doing with Are You For The Dark, just keep releasing these like semi-mini things and then they're throwing them on Paramount Plus because that's a Nickelodeon streaming service. So it's just content. It's just content. No series. Just little mini movies. It looks okay. We'll see what happens. Uh, we're getting our first look at Rob Zombie's The Monster trailer. Uh, everybody's been pretty uh, lukewarm about that one. That's for sure. Um, I'm excited for it. I, you know, I love Rob Zombie and I love The Monsters. And I think the casting is phenomenal. I think everybody in it's cool. I think it's neat that it's a uh, an origin story of Herman and Lily meeting. So there's no any monster. Um, there's no Marilyn yet that we know of. And uh, you know, it it looks interesting. They 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 redesigned the entire neighborhood, and you know, they got the they rebuilt the house and everything. And uh, it's shot like it's very vibrant. All the colors are really warm and it just looks fun. Everybody's kind of bitching that it looks just really cheap. And Rob Zombie's like, like everybody's like, oh, it just cost $30 million to make. He's like, it definitely did not cost $30 million. I can tell you that right now. It does not cost that much. And then everybody's like, well, yeah, it looks like it didn't cost that much because it looks like crap. Whatever, guys, you can't fucking please everybody, you know? Like, it's a fucking... Do you, did you watch the original Monsters, man? It was a very cheap, hokey show where someone would get mad, Herman would get mad, and they'd have, like, a tea kettle sound and, like, steam come out of his ears with, like, a prop behind his head to act like steam and bats on strings. Like, it's hokey. That's the whole point of the Monsters. It's supposed to be hokey monster, plastic mask monster good time and that's what this movie looks like they got like Nosferatu hanging out and Gilman with his little uh, fedora and trench coat on and it looks like a good time man and it's streaming on Netflix you don't even have to go to the theater to watch it man you're just gonna pop on your TV and press play calm down speaking of Wednesday is coming to Netflix as well uh, Jenna Ortega starring as Wednesday Adams um, Luis Guzman as Gomez and I believe Catherine Zeta-Jones is Morticia. Obviously, the rest of the Adams family aren't going to really be too large in it. It's going to be more centered around Wednesday. Uh, kind of like that YouTube series that came out a while back. Um, like I think I got like cease and desist from CBS. <laughs> oh, that shit's such a mess. Don't you hate it whenever like a, a franchise comes out? Like people like fans make something that's really cool and interesting, and it 
brings life back into like an old franchise and people think man this is a really cool original idea and then the fucking corporate assholes come out and just throw the band hammer down um but who knows maybe they took it down and they gave her some royalties and she's helping work right on this new uh this new series wouldn't that be nice uh howls eve 365 at gmail.com let me know if you guys know any insider tips on on adam's family uh wednesday if, if the woman that created the original one on youtube is getting any writing credits for this one uh it'll be directed by tim burton which i feel like that's ma- that's a match made in heaven right everybody's wanted a an adam's family done by tim burton i feel like we should have just got the adam's family the movie in theaters by tim burton right but then again would it just be like um alice in wonderland and dumbo and uh dark shadows where like you know it all kind of feels kind of samey in his style these days so maybe netflix is the right place for it maybe we just need it in small doses he's directing every episode so we'll, we'll see what happens this october this is the first time that the monsters and adam's family is is reunited at the same time not reunited in the same you know showing or same movie or show but um whenever the series came out they came out at the same time the same seasons uh I think Rob Zombie posted the TV guide recently and you can see like on one page it's got the monsters and one page is you turn the page and there's Adam's family showing you all the new shows coming out that season. Uh, So that's kind of cool that Netflix, you can watch both of them on Netflix like this October. It's pretty cool. (laughs) One of the small reasons to keep your Netflix subscription, I guess. Uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead might be getting an animated series. Uh, Bruce Campbell was at Comic-Con recently talking up a storm like he usually does. Uh, between all the nonsense that Bruce spews, he brought up that yes, uh, they're in talks with with uh, an animation studio with possibly making an animated series. Uh, you know the popularity of the game, bringing back characters like Kelly and Pablo, uh, and um, I just want to say you know, uh, Lucy Lawless's character and you know, Ted Raimi's character, all these other side characters that the show kind of birthed uh, are kind of getting some love again in the Ash vs Evil Dead, or I guess Evil Dead the game. Um, so I think, yeah, it'd be a fine time to bring them back and, you know, bring those character, those guys, those actors into the studio and yeah, that'd be fun. I'd be done with that. Uh, the video game's great, by the way. It's a lot of fun. Very hard. The, 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 the multiplayer parts are, are very fun to play, but the, the, the single player stuff, God, I can't even get past the third one. How about you guys? Are you guys having a, a good time with that game? Or you, you know, did you unlock King Arthur and... And all those characters, I can't even get to them. It's so hard. I'm still trying to unlock Pablo. Let the Right One In is getting a, a series coming to uh, Showtime this October. I will not be watching it. Keenan, why aren't you going to be watching it? I'll tell you why I'm not going to be watching it. Because we already had two iterations of this story. The first one, being the original Swedish version, is amazing. I love the original... Uh, movie it is so good let the right one in it's just like a perfect film um it really does make you feel it does open up the feels man uh, it's such a, a beautiful tale um and then there was that remake with chloe mortz or mortez or whatever her name is um and that was fine it was an american remake and they did it and it wasn't horrible but it was just like around that time when they were just doing american remakes for everything uh you know your texas chainsaw and all that stuff uh, and now they're just going to do it again, but they're going to make us watch like seven to eight episodes of it. I'm good, man. I know that story. I know how it ends. Uh, I'm fine. But hey, for any of you that want to watch it, it's October. Check it out. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Hocus Pocus 2. We got our first look at that. It looks pretty fun. We got a trailer for Hocus Pocus 2. Um, yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty excited for, for seeing those gals get back together and, and Billy Butcher showing up and uh, you know, I'm going to Salem, Massachusetts this year for Halloween, everybody. Uh, I think I've brought that up on the show in the past that I've always wanted to go to Salem for Halloween. And, uh, it's finally happening this year. Thanks to a buddy of mine, uh, not in the best circumstances. He, he sadly passed away, uh, this year of cancer. And, uh, one of his wishes for, was for me to go to, to Salem and, uh, I'm doing it. Like, how, how do you, how do you not, you know? Um, he, he helped me out with it. I'm very, very humble. And it's going to mean a lot to me. 
<laughs> um, yeah, so I'm very excited about doing that this year. Uh, so I'll be in Salem, even though I'm pretty sure most of Hocus Pocus 2 wasn't filmed in Salem, Massachusetts. But regardless, whatever. I think it's going to be pretty cool that I you know, get to watch it and go out there. If you guys know anything, HallowsEve365 at gmail.com. If you guys know of anything fun to do out in Salem around October, or even just things that are just fun to do out there in general, uh, you know, I know about the Witch Museum and, and those kind of things that are very, you know, touristy. But if you know about like a specific ghost tour or something that, you know, is kind of niche um, or maybe something outside of town or something, let me know. Boston area. I'll be in, I'll be in between it. And hell, if you're out there, let me know. I'll come out there and give you a high five uh, <laughs> when I'm out there. Uh, but yeah, so I'm stoked for Hocus Pocus 2. We'll see what happens. Satan's Little Helper is coming to Blu-ray October 25th from Synapse Films. Uh, this movie is balls to the wall nutso. Uh, it's definitely whenever I started reviewing for bloodydisgusting.com uh, horror movies. This is like one of the first movies I reviewed uh, when it came out. And it's just, a, it's it's a weird Halloween movie. It's not the best. It's very low budget. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. It's fun to see that this movie's actually coming out to Blu-ray. So that'll be pretty neat. Samara Weaving uh, is joining the cast of Scream 6. That's neat. Uh, I love her. I love her in... Uh, oh, what was the one where she's wearing the bride dress and has the shotgun? Uh, I keep wanting to say, would you rather? Do you dare? Would you or would not you? <laughs> Thanks, horror host Old Man Keenan. You're doing great. You're doing a good job. Anyways... Uh, she was in Mayhem. That was a great flick. Anyways, yeah, she's going to be coming into Scream 6 uh, along with um, Hayden Panettiere who's going to be reprising her role as Kirby. So that'll be pretty cool to see that happen and these girls maybe uh, team up or go against each other. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Chucky Season 2 is returning this October and it had its uh, trailer recently. We get our first look at Glenn and Glenda. Which I'm not sure how that works because Glenn was one character and he just kind of changed into Glenda? Or wait, didn't he turn into a real boy and girl at the end? Those movies, there's so much content for the Chucky stuff. Um, but yeah, I think in the trailer there are two people, but that shows like the back of their head, so I can't really tell. Uh, but that should be fun. That show was, that show was pretty cool. Um, Rick and Michonne are coming back from The Walking Dead, but The Walking Dead's ending. Uh, but there's going to be, there's going to be a uh, Rick and Michonne series limited series coming to AMC. So the last we last we saw Rick uh, a bridge blew up and a helicopter came down and picked him up and all the other survivors Daryl and Carol and Maggie and were all on the other side of the bridge that was when the smoke was all in front of it so they couldn't see what was happening. They think Rick's dead. They think he fell into the quarry and died. They didn't find a body. But no. Someone picked him up. The government possibly picked him up in a helicopter and flew him away. We're going to find out what happened to Rick. Spoiler warning, by the way, but I feel like if you hadn't, if you haven't watched up to that point by now, you're probably not going to. Isn't that like a running joke? Like, hey, when did you stop watching The Walking Dead? Oh, I stopped watching The Walking Dead when I'm, uh, I'm actually like so close to being current. Like I stumble through like three or four episodes from time to time just to try to get current. Because uh, every time it comes back on AMC, I'm like, oh, yeah, I should probably watch that. Because for anything, I just enjoy the zombie, the practical effects by Greg Nicotero and his team. So there's some, and there's some pretty good acting in it too, you know. But I feel like everybody's just kind of uh, walkered out, if you will. Even though there's like three shows coming up, including Fear of the Walking Dead and a bunch of other stuff. But now we're getting this one. It was supposed to be a Rick movie. Remember that? Everybody was like talking about, oh, there's going to be a Rick movie coming out soon. And that's not a thing. I guess this is going to be a limited series with Michonne. Sure. Cool, man. Whatever. Throw it at me. <laughs> All right. Uh, I went to Megacon. That's our big uh, sci-fi horror. Um, just big event convention here in Orlando, Florida. I uh, met a lot of really cool artists and, and, and vendors out there. And, you know, I always try to make sure I focus on the horror stuff of, of Megacon and, and made sure to throw all that on the Instagram page so you can go to the Instagram page and check out some really cool vendors from this year uh, that were selling horror prints and and just really neat stuff I met one one artist who made these really nice universal monster prints that were, were very cool um, so yeah you can go to the Instagram page check all that stuff out and, and Megacon will be back next year early part of uh, of uh, 
2023. So make sure to check that out when it happens. Um, all right, guys, let's start reviewing some stuff, shall we? Ty West X came out. That's uh, that's how long it's been since I've done another one of these. Uh, the, the X came out. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Ty West's work, but he did um, uh, a decent amount of stuff for a while. Kind of went to TV and then did not like that. So he stuck back to movies. Um, House of the Devil is probably my favorite of his stuff. That was his first film. He did a lot of stuff in the VHS movies as well from Bloody Disgusting. Um, but yeah, this movie is just kind of his own baby. Uh, takes place in the 70s during the porn, big porno boom. Uh, basically, a group of people go to stay in an in a old house, a side house in the middle of nowhere. Uh, they're kind of like a room for let kind of thing. Be Airbnb now. Uh, but it's just, you know, they, they talked to some guy and they said, yeah, you can stay in the side house, but don't you come in to the main house and bother my wife. One of those kind of things. And so they don't tell them that they're filming a porno uh, in the side house. And they just kind of figure, oh, yeah, you well, somebody go distract those guys and we'll film over in this house and we'll be out of here by morning kind of thing. Well, obviously things go awry and I won't spoil, any, I won't spoil anything beyond that. Um, but it's a great flick, guys. It's, you know, it's got some really shocking moments and it's an A24 flick. So, you know, those they definitely bring it when they do A24 stuff. I wouldn't say it's in the highest caliber where... Um, hereditary and um, Midsummer live, uh, but I definitely feel like it has a place there with that stuff. You know, uh, it's fun though. You know, if you're looking for gore and scary moments, like Axe is right up there. If you're looking for some spooky stuff to watch this October, I absolutely recommend checking out X. Uh, today, actually, the trailer just dropped for Pearl. Now, Pearl is the old woman in the house in X. You know, don't disturb my wife. That's Pearl. Um, played by uh, Mia, well, Mia Goth, the actress. Uh, the prequel tells the story of Mia, of Pearl in her younger years. In X, it's a very, it's all about like you know being a star. I'm going to be a star, and the world is my oyster kind of thing for the, her character. Uh, so to see her kind of embracing that. Uh, and this time period is very interesting and man is the trailer the trailer I feel like spoils a bunch of stuff but like it happens so fast you don't really know what you're looking at uh, but it looks like it's gonna be full of violence and if you're an A24 fan you're all about violence uh, so Pearl's gonna be for you I'm really excited for that one to be dropping very soon when saw the black phone that's uh, a <laughs> it was a Joe Rogan <laughs> Joe Hill Stephen King's son Joe Hill uh, he wrote uh, The Black Phone was an entry in 20th, 20th Century Ghosts uh, a book that he released uh, a while back uh, great book by the way if you guys are uh, you know horror book fans I highly recommend 21st Century Ghost uh, has a, a lot of really good stuff in there um, I think they re-released it now it's like The Black Phone book but it's really just 21st Century Ghosts so it's a bunch of mini horror stories and one of those mini stories is the black phone uh, obviously this the story's kind of drawn out a little bit differently uh, for the movie adaptation uh, but it's so good you guys I love this movie so much I can't say enough good things Ethan Hawke completely kills it uh, literally and figuratively um, in this movie very menacing uh, in the book he uh, the killer's described as a very heavyweight guy in a Hawaiian shirt in this movie, he just like, Ethan Hawke does kind of beef up a little bit, but he's still his very Ethan Hawke self. And he's got this cool mask that was designed by Tom Savini, makeup effects legend Tom Savini. Uh, and one of the things I love about this thing is uh, in the Black Phone, his character Ethan Hawke is kidnapping kids, right? It's kind of his thing. He kidnaps these kids in the since 70s so kids that just play on the street and stuff and he just swipes them off the street throws them in this van and takes them to his like murder dungeon um but he doesn't let the kids see his face because he doesn't want them to know who he is obviously if you know identify him or he kills him but he wears this mask that's like like a, like a demon like a devil mask it's right on the poster um but every time he comes down it's like a different version of it and he can switch out parts of it so like sometimes it's like a grumpy kind of fat looking guy sometimes it's like only just the bottom part like and it's like why why not 
There's no rhyme or reason for it. It just is. And I don't really think that's part of the book. Um, just part of the movie. But I think it adds so much. Uh, but it also makes me hopeful for Blumhouse stuff. I wasn't digging too much of Blumhouse's stuff. Uh, especially when they started kind of, you know, saying they were going to do the Universal Monster stuff and then just kind of gave us Invisible Man. Which had nothing really to do with what I would want from a new Universal Monster Invisible Man. And I feel like they've kind of double backed on that. They were supposed to do the Wolfman with Ryan Gosling. I don't know what's happening with that. Um, so I, don't, I feel like Universal doesn't know what they're doing. I think it's because they're they're making the new theme park, uh, Epic Universe in Orlando, Florida. Uh, it's gonna be part of it's kind of like Islands of Adventure, where it has like every island is kind of like a different theme. Uh, one of them might possibly be Universal Monsters. And I feel like, you know, over the last couple of years, they've been trying to figure out what they're doing with their Universal Monsters. You know, they did a Halloween Horror Nights house and they kind of redesigned them to look a little bit more vicious. Um, so I think it's like this huge, like, let's just not, let's not murder these characters right now. Let's let, let's just do other projects. And then when we release our park, open up and we bring the classics back. Let's see how people are, you know, are receptive to that. And then we'll, we'll figure it out from there. Uh, that's at least what I think. Anyways, we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, Stranger Things Season 4. Yeah, we haven't been back since Stranger Things came out. Um, talk about a, a, a worldwide phenomenon Stranger Things Season 4 has been. I feel like people really fell off during Seasons 2 and 3. Uh, Netflix is hurting, and, and then all of a sudden, bam! Season 4 comes out, and it kills. It absolutely kills. It is so good. If you haven't watched the new season of Stranger Things, stop listening to this podcast and go watch it right now. Um, they introduce really fun characters. Obviously, Eddie Munson is kind of the the shining star of the of the, of the season. He's kind of a side character, you know, becomes the, you know the head of a D and D uh, group that all the kids are in, the Hellfire Club. I don't know if that's a playoff of the the X Men Hellfire Club. I know there's a Hellfire Club before that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, I love that he's getting so much love, this character, Eddie Munson, because I feel like he's a little bit of all of us, right? He's the outsider. He's the, the metal kid. He likes D and D, you know, like he's like, we wanted that kid to be like the kids play D and D and stranger things. And it was cute, but like D and D when you're like a, like a senior in high school is different, right? You know what I mean? Like you're in a wholly different mindset. You're listening to like Megadeth. And wasp and shit <laughs> uh and we get the you get this really cool metal character and he, his story's you know really good and teams up with you know like chrissy and she's kind of going through some shit i don't want to spoil you know major plot points for it but it's just it's it's just it's a great time and you know they develop the main characters a lot better you know like 11 we get more of her backstory and it's more interesting than it was in season two like that's kind of one of the the huge jokes about season four is that like remember they brought back 10 like number 10, like there was a girl named 10. Uh, and they're like, we're like the gothy kind of other kids that were like experiments and we're going to teach you how to use your powers. They like, don't bring any of that back up at all. That shit was left at the wayside. I think there was rewrites upon rewrites and they don't use any of that anymore. Thank God. Uh, the, then the, the story they give you in season four for like the other kids and what happened so much better. We get Vecna. We get this cool new D&D villain. Um, it's wonderful. I can't say enough good things about Stranger Things Season 4. Probably is my favorite season of television this year. By far. From the soundtrack to the visuals to the characters to the acting. And it was all filmed during COVID. So it could have been a disaster. Uh, but they did. They killed it in space. Man, it was wonderful. Uh, but up, up, up. Resident Evil series. I tortured myself through that so you didn't have to. <laughs> I do not recommend it. It is not good. Um, especially if you're a fan of the video games, which I am a huge fan of the original games. They bring uh, characters in from the games, like villains, but there's like a big bad. They do the CGI stuff with villains really well. Big spider villains and you know the chainsaw wielding guy from Resident Evil 4. And they're like, yeah, this is great. And then they just like kill him off in like the worst ways possible. You never see him again. Like what? How are you gonna do my boy like that? Like how are you gonna bring these cool set pieces in and then just destroy them? 
The cast is kind of annoying. There's like one shining moment towards the end. But other than that, like, it's just... I don't know. They dropped the ball. It's trying to do like beyond Resident Evil. That's what I would call it. I call it Resident Evil Beyond, where they kind of just drop everything that you know about Resident Evil. Chris Leon, Raccoon City, um, Umbrella. Like Umbrella and Raccoon City are still there, but it's like the future of that. And it's more teen based. It kind of feels like a CW kind of show with Resident Evil thrown in there as like a backsplash. Uh, I don't know. It might be for you. It might be for your kids. They might dig it. Uh, it just wasn't for me. But I watched it all and I was just uh, not a fan. Saw Nope. Jordan Peele's Nope. That movie was phenomenal as well. That movie, man, if you watch Stranger Things Season 4 and Nope, you're just going to have a good time because all of this is just so incredibly good. Uh, Nope. Probably my best Jordan Peele film. And I love Get Out. And I loved Us. I know a lot of people were lukewarm on Us. A little bit but no man i love those movies and i thought nope was just so good the cast uh kills it the set pieces are amazing if you have a chance to see this movie in theaters do it because there's a lot of obviously like they kind of lean into the ufo thing and you're looking to the sky a lot so when you're in a theater and you're like looking at it on an imax screen man it just looks so good whereas i feel like if you're watching it on your your tv at home or even worse, a monitor on your computer, or even worse, on your cell phone, you're going to miss out so much on these little small details in this movie that just make this movie gorgeous. Jordan Peele does this really cool thing where he does like Stanley Kubrick shots where like everything's kind of asymmetrical and wide shots and just looks gorgeous in a theater. And I don't want to be one of those guys, you know, like Tom Cruise, where you have to go to the theater to see everything. You don't have to ever see everything in theater. But I'm also not like the Russo brothers where I'm like, theaters are a lie. You don't need to do ever go to a theater again. No, certain movies you definitely go to a theater and see. And I think Nope is right up there. Um, there's a lot of things in Nope that I think you're not expecting. And that's one of the beauties about it. And spoilers are already starting to come out. I saw like the most recent issue of Fangoria has one of those things that you weren't expecting at all in Nope on the main cover. Man, does that suck? Man, does that spoil it for you? Because I had no idea going into this movie. Uh, what, what, what to expect. I think it's the best way to experience Nope. And they did that with, with teasing the movie. Like, you still, you were kind of like, all right, aliens? Maybe? Yeah? Okay. That's what you should do. You should just go into it thinking that. Um, Steven Yun does an amazing job in this flick. Uh, it's just, I can't, I can't praise Nope enough. Five stars, everybody. Please go see Nope. Um, we talked about Evil Dead, the game. Um, Madison is out right now, the game. Uh, that's another horror kind of puzzle game that looks pretty cool. Autopsy from Dread XP is coming out very soon. I'm really looking forward to being an autopsy type person and or mortuary, the mortuary, something like, basically sewing up dead bodies and shit like that. I'll be streaming that on the uh, the Twitch stream um, on Twitch horror underscore guy. If you guys want to watch my streams, I stream a bunch of horror games all the time. We just did um, the Quarry, the Dark Pictures, of the Quarry, uh, starring a lot of horror veterans lance hendrickson um ted ramey uh the mother from twin peaks laura palmer's mom um the list goes on and on including young actors too that are kind of up and coming in, in a lot of horror movies and stuff as well uh but really great game uh, Lee, i don't want to tell you the main premise of the game because it, it was kind of a, it would be a spoiler i didn't know going into what kind of horror game it would be and when it happened i was like yes we're finally getting monsters baby because a lot of the dark picture games they kind of like do monsters but kind of shy away from it from it being like the main antagonist um i know until dawn obviously had wendigos so that was pretty cool by the way if you don't know about the dark pictures from um larry fessenden larry fessenden uh horror directing extraordinaire uh he wrote a lot of these these games and they're just they're so great go check out the dark pictures games i'm pretty sure you can get them bundled now on uh you know the playstation store the xbox store steam or whatever uh, but the quarry was probably my favorite a lot of really good stuff guys coming out right now um and we're getting a lollipop chainsaw remake will james gunn be writing it again i hope so maybe it'll just be the same script just redone we'll see what happens um that's it for me guys i had a lot of information to come out and tell you 
Uh, like I said, I'll be out at Halloween Horror Nights this year. Make sure to come out and see me there. I hope I'm be doing press night again this year. That's always fun to do. I'll be make sure to you know rate houses, get them back to you as quickly as possible, so you know which houses that you need to visit. Um, I will also be, uh, but like I said, I'll be in Salem, Massachusetts this Halloween uh, from the 28th to November 1st. So I'll be checking out everything in Salem. Uh, make sure to stay up to date on the Instagram. Uh, Twitter and Facebook pages. By the way, uh, if you followed, I know a lot of you guys were huge members on the Facebook page. Um, Facebook took it down. Facebook completely got rid of my page and I fought tooth and nail for so long to get my page back and there was no reason for it. There was, They weren't giving me any reason and I think it was some bullshit meta thing where they were just like, there are too many pages and we just need to secretly wipe all these pages so that way we can redefine our system and they did they just they put all like now it's a lot easier to like go back and forth between pages um i know this is all crap you guys probably don't care about um but yeah the everyday's halloween podcast facebook page is completely wiped and gone broke my heart because i probably used that page more than my own facebook page (laughs) to give you guys you know information on you know news and, and pictures and just cool shit coming out so uh the new page is mutants and monsters the name of the discord community that i run um so just look up mutants and monsters on facebook it's a little pumpkin uh, logo guy join that and it's all you'll get all your uh, everyday's howling podcast uh information there obviously we're part of the mutants and monsters network that's the network that i run myself um if you want to join the discord and be a part of that uh, i'll make sure to have links on all the social media pages i'll, I'll post that on uh instagram twitter and uh on the facebook page uh in the discord i don't know if you guys are familiar with discord it's a nice little app that you can have on your phone and um web computer thing uh you can basically there's little subreddit kind of things where you can talk about movies and comics and tv and i I update them daily we we all talk about you know things are coming out tv shows and and discuss them and it's really neat so it's a really cool it's a new way of doing message boards i guess you could say uh and every friday night we do horror movie night I play two horror movies a night and you stream it right there to the thing. It's best viewed on your computer. So that way you can have, you know, it up on one monitor and you can do whatever you're doing on the other monitor, or you can have it on the same monitor in the corner. Uh, you can hear everything and, and, and type in the chat. We all talk together. Nobody vocally talks. So you're not talking about the movie, but we all share gifts and we talk during the movies and we play classics and, 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 and new stuff too. Sometimes. So it's really neat. It's a cool little, little app mutants and monsters. Like I said, I'll have a link. Uh, and the information too here uh, in the podcast if you want to get that right here on an Anchor Spotify uh, but yeah like I said that's it guys thank you for your patience on the show I know sometimes it takes a while for me to get these out but I try to have it so where I, I can literally do an hour of content like look we're at an hour and I got this, this much content and I was able to review all the movies because there's not many horror movies coming out in the spring and summertime but look at that we got the best ones Black Phone Nope Resident Evil series and Stranger Things season four. All right, cool guys. I'm gonna let you guys go with a little song, a little ditty here, and uh, hopefully I'll be back right before Halloween to get you guys super hyped on what's coming out. And uh, I'll see you then. Stay scary.
Leave the 